they said we begin today a new homily series and I'm very excited because this for the next 10 weeks we are going to be speaking about discipleship especially from the, from the parables of Jesus and the parables of Jesus they have amazing things to teach us they show us the genius of Jesus Christ and so we are going to enter in these 10 weeks in the genius of Jesus and how he teaches us from his heart uh, amazing things you know great paradoxes and things that seem contradictory to us, but they make sense in the mind of Christ. Uh, the kind of teachings that you would expect from God, you know, how Isaiah already said, you know, my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And that's the kind of uh, teaching that Jesus presents to us in the parables. And in the parables, Jesus teaches us how to be disciples, how to follow him in a very simple way. And so that's why we call the, the series Simple Discipleship. It's not easy, but it's very simple. He brings it down to very simple things that we have to do. And today we'll speak about the spirit of faith, calling it, uh, what are you willing to sell from this, from this parable? So you should have one of these worksheets and that's going to help you follow along in this next Thursdays. So Jesus says in the gospel three important words. In the first place, that God hides a treasure in a field. In the second place, that a man finds that treasure and sells all that he possesses. And then in the third place, that he goes and buys that new field. And in that way, Jesus speaks about the importance of the spirit of faith, representing that he wants us to go through a transition from one field to a new field. And that's what it means to start believing in Jesus Christ and following Him in so many ways. That we sell everything that we had before to buy a new field, a new ground, a new place where we stand, a new place where we live. And that's what faith means. That's why He proposes a very radical transformation. And the word radical comes from Latin radix, that means the root. Jesus brings a transformation in our lives that is amazing. It's not just something that you do on Sundays from 7 to 8. It's not just something that you do before meals when you pray for two minutes. Jesus wants to bring a transformation in our lives. It's amazing. It's a transformation that involves your study, your leisure, your money, your relationships, and everything that you do. It's a transformation of our whole being, our whole core. That's why it's a very radical transformation. And those who are transformed by Christ and start living by faith, they are the ones who have this spirit of faith. They stand on a new field in their lives. If not, we stand on the field of the world and we think in the way of the world and we are led by the spirit of the world. So we see three steps, three steps today into uh, that spirit of faith uh, that we are speaking about. The first one is that God intentionally hides the treasure. And we could ask ourselves, you know, why would God hide a treasure? Why would God hide a message that is so important, the message of salvation for the whole world? Why would He hide the most important thing? And there we see the first contradiction or the great paradox in Jesus. That when everyone wants to show off, he wants to hide. Why does God hide? He hides the most important things 
so that we may seek, that we may become seekers in our lives. And so we start seeking after God. He has left in our hearts a great desire for Him. And so we start seeking in our lives in so many different ways His presence and that treasure. And seeking that treasure is good for us because it fosters different attitudes in us. The first one is a growing desire for God. Imagine if everything was just put out there for us. You know, we, just, we are born and all revelations just given to us. Now we have to seek after that. And so we grow in desire. There's a growing desire in us. In the second place, that fosters a preparation of our hearts. We prepare our hearts to receive that treasure, to receive God in our lives. And in the third place, the spirit of faith, uh, I mean, being, becoming a seeker, uh, creates in us an awareness of a cost, that it has a cost to follow God. And that's why Luke says in his chapter 14, which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there's enough for its completion? So Jesus is saying there is a cost. There's something that you need to sell. And so he leads us into seeking that treasure. The second step that we see in the parable is that this person goes and he joyfully sells everything, says the gospel. No, joyfully gives everything away. He wants to get rid of everything that he had before. And he sells it with joy. The things that before brought him joy. You know, those were the things that seemed like everything. They seemed huge in his life, probably. The things that were all that he had. And all of a sudden, they became too small. He had to sell them to get a greater treasure. I remember when I came to to the faith, and uh, I grew up doing sports, and um, two of the, sp- the two main sports that I did growing up were rugby, uh, that I have told you some of the stories of that, and the other one was golf. I, I would golf, and so uh, rugby was uh, Tuesday, uh, Thursdays uh, practice, and then uh, games on Saturdays, and golfing on Sundays. And when I came to the faith, I realized that uh, those two things, uh, you know, couldn't come together because I needed to go two hours away from Buenos Aires to go golfing and, and I wouldn't make it in time for Mass and all that. And so I had to give that up because I couldn't uh, play on, on Saturdays. And it seemed like a huge cost. I, I had this moment uh, that I went into, into a church and I remember almost like thinking of the golf clubs and God and they have been like that. <laughs> What should I choose? What should I choose? And it seemed huge at the moment for me. And I laugh now and I say, like, how could I compare those two things? But in the moment, that was everything to me. And then all of a sudden, I grew in my faith and I realized how small that was. And today, I wouldn't like, go back to that for nothing in the world. Have an experience what it means to truly follow God in your life and be a disciple. I wouldn't you know, have changed that for just golfing once a week. <laughs> Though I have a sport saved there for my retirement. <laughs> when I become too old for soccer or rugby, I will play golf. <laughs> and so that's the, um, the, the first thing, you know, joyfully sells everything because this person has found something that is much greater, something that has no point of comparison. His heart has grown so much that these things that he had before, they seem too small. 
like Zacchaeus, we read in, in Luke 19 too, that he was a rich man who had all these many things. He encounters Jesus Christ and he says, I will give half of my money to those who are in need. And if, if I had done wrong to anybody, I will pay four times more. He is generous because the spirit of faith is based on generosity, on those who want to pay back with their whole lives, with everything that they had. There's almost like nothing that would hold back from God after what He has done for me. And in the third place, He goes and confidently buys that field because there's a great treasure. And so He gets uh, the ownership of this new field, this new ground, a new richness in His life. And you guys are rich. I am rich. I realize how rich I am. I have the most important thing in the world. My relationship with Christ is gold. Gold. Something that you cannot buy with all the money in the world. And I wouldn't change it for nothing. Nothing of this earth. You know, now for Christmas, uh, a couple of people asked me from the parish, they wanted to give us something. And I said, Father, so what do you need? I said, like, honestly, nothing. <laughs> I mean, what, what, I, what I need, I have. And if you give me something, I will give it away because I need nothing. <laughs> and I have the most important thing. Oh, just be with Christ and celebrate the Christmas Masses. And that's all there is. There's nothing more to, to look for. And so we have a richness when we embrace uh, faith in Jesus Christ uh, that is amazing, that doesn't compare with anything else. And so this helps us to grow in the spirit of faith, the kind of spirit of faith that St. Paul had. The life I live now, I live by faith in the Son of God, he said in Galatians 2.20. He realized that now he lived, after encountering him, he lived only by faith for the faith and to attain heaven that all our things were secondary, some more than others, of course, but all secondary after his relationship with Christ. So what does it mean, this spirit of faith? What does it mean to truly buy the, the, the field to get the treasure? What does it mean to welcome that great treasure in your life? What does it mean to have a spirit of faith? Three things, that we start making decisions based on your faith, that you start walking in confidence, based on your faith, and then you start welcoming contrasts based on your faith. Making decisions based on your faith, that you welcome Christ into your calendar, and how you spend your time, and the kind of things that you do. And, uh, you know, I know a person who turned down a job because it was harmful for, for his faith. It wasn't helping him at all in his faith. And he turned it down, and then the Lord blessed him with, a, with an hour job in our place. And so making decisions based on your faith, walking with confidence, knowing that you have the most important thing, and also welcoming contrasts on your, in your faith based on, on that faith that we have. Because many times we go opposite to the world in so many things. You know, we just came from Pat Casey last night. He spoke uh, amazingly on campus. And, and one of the things that he was saying is, we are so countercultural in so many things. We stand uh, against the mob in so many things. And he was speaking only about human virtues, like teamwork, like discipline, and things are not even uh, talked about anymore. How much more with our faith? 
if we stand on the side of charity, if we stand on the side of purity, if we stand on the side of uh, welcoming others, if we stand on the side of uh, loving people as they are and helping them to attain heaven and become holy. You will experience opposition and contrast in your life. So how can we do this? Ask yourself, what are you willing to sell? What are you willing to sell to gain this treasure? Because only when we take risks is that we can discover the new joy of those who live by faith.